Okay, welcome to Sportsbook Bar Fights. We're back at it for another 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 week where Eric tries to come back from his five and fourteen record. It's a marathon. How are you doing? It's a marathon. It's not a uh, sprint. Not a sprint. Well, time <laughs> time is running out though. We're in the I was gonna say season. pretty soon yeah. you're gonna lose sight of me. <laughs> okay, secretary. Well, you know. They lost sight of him and look what happened. Yeah, they just, they're still running. We got you. So, we got a game tonight. We got it, Dallas and NFC. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Dallas is giving Seattle nine points. Big. And this is uh, really a test for Dallas to see if they can beat a winning ball club. Right. Although Seattle didn't look that good. Um, at home, San Fran. No, no, they did not. Um, but you know, San Fran's starting to get it together. They're healthy, and they're you know, they're, all the pieces are starting to put get put together. And when and when that happens, frankly, San Francisco's a better team. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, that being said, you want you want me to give you my pick, or do you want to give your pick? Why don't you go ahead, and then we'll see if uh, we agree. And if okay. Not. Um, I, I think I think Seattle covers nine. That's a lot of points. It is a lot of points, but if there's a team in this league that can cover that spread, it's it's Dallas, and they have covered consistently throughout the year. So I am not really afraid of Dallas covering that. They've got the weapons. Uh, Seattle does play zone defense, which Dak sort of struggles against from time to time. But they're at home, prime time game. I think. Dallas comes out and tries to prove their doubters wrong. Uh, I think they cover tonight. You know what you're going to see tonight? You're going to see Jerry Jones standing on the sidelines with that stupid little face that he has when they completely underachieve. <laughs> and he just has that confused look on his face. That's what you're going to see tonight. I'm taking Seattle plus the nine. Doesn't he come down when they win? I think he comes down when he thinks they're going to win, but then, you know, Handful of times they blow it. Then he's got he's stand he's standing there with this look on his face. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we'll look at copious uh, sweet shots of him in in the in the sweet pumping his fist when Dallas rubs out to an early lead. Right, well, theoretically. Oh, and no, so that's, that's going to happen. That's you gonna... you think they're getting off to an early lead? Are you betting on the first half line? I am taking their over in the in the first half. Absolutely. <laughs> 14 and a half is, is there over over under in the first half 14 and a half yeah what's the spread in the first half uh six and a half i want to say i'm not touching that one yeah six and a half and dallas is over for the half first half is 14 and a half so all right i think we've i think we've uh, given given this game all it deserves Considering it's Dallas. Uh, oh, oh, Al Michaels' enthusiasm level for this game. It's Dallas, so it should be up, but he's been like really slowing down. Well, I, yeah, I mean, what was the what was the one? Like, it was either last week or the week before. It was just such a garbage game. It was just on paper, and it was it was just so funny that he's gonna sit there. Yeah, and, he slept walk. Yeah, he slept walk through that game. Yeah. So anyway, the next one uh, is Miami at the Commanders. 
the Commanders are at home giving nine or getting nine and a half. Yes, another big spread. Big spread. And I have Miami covering this big spread because that's just what they do. Yeah, I'm taking Washington plus nine and a half because I love taking home dogs with big spreads. It's the NFL, man. Okay, well, this game might spell the end of uh, Riverboat Run. <laughs> right, so he's going to be riverboating uh, <laughs> as much as he can. <laughs> going for it on fourth down on his own 15. Yeah, well, you know, the sweat and youngless uh, commander's defense up against that Miami blitzkrieg, I, I don't think it's going to end well. Well, well, we will see. Uh, let me see. The Lions are in New Orleans, and the Lions are giving four. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I have been burnt more than once this season by Detroit, but they've also helped me out. Um, I think they right the ship. I think uh, this is a get-right game for them. I think they cover four. You know, I don't think this is really this game has anything to do with Detroit. I think it has more to do with the Saints. Um. And, and Derek Carr and it just not being on the same page with the, with anyone. Yep. That being said, Detroit is kind of in a skid. And they almost lost to Chicago. They did lose to Green Bay. Uh, and they're going on the road here, giving four. Um, they're they're going to have to prove it to me um, that they're, you know, that they're back. Until they do, I'm betting against them. I'm taking the Saints plus four. Man, I'm taking I get I'm taking points on all first three games. I'm taking all the points. You are you are you have faith in the uh, underdogs there. Home dogs. Until now, the Chargers giving five and a half in New England to pay the Patriots. Play the Patriots. Well, now I, I know <laughs> the Chargers are going to charge her. However. I'm not touching this with a 10-foot pole. Uh, neither would I. Uh, Mac Jones or Brad Bailey Zappi, whatever. Um, you cannot trust New England whatsoever. As we've said, you cannot trust the Chargers. So, yeah. It's radioactive. I, I don't think we touch this game. I wouldn't. No. All right, moving on. Cardinals getting five and a half in Pittsburgh, who are suddenly hot offensively their best offensive performance in years in like 57 games first time they've gone over 400 yards of offense in like 57 games did you see uh big ben roethlisberger trash talk uh matt canada on his podcast this week roethlisberger shouldn't be trash talking anybody a bitter bitter man in retirement you know well he was a piece of shit, uh, you know, when he was playing. So, yeah, par for the course. He, he, he's a terrible human. So, you know, he doesn't fool me. I don't care what he says about Matt Canada. He's not playing for him. <laughs> I think he's bitter when he did the one season he did play under Matt Canada. Well, at that point, he was, freaking, he was a statue. <laughs> so, okay. um, uh, who do you like to hear? Well, you know, we we have talked about these resurgent Cardinals with Kyler Murray back under center, and they are indeed playing better. But uh, this is a road game. Pittsburgh at home, crucial to uh, Pittsburgh keeping up in that AFC North, the highly contested AFC North. Uh, I like Pittsburgh when it's five and a half. 
I agree with you. So we can't uh, we can't disagree on that one. Um, Titans at home getting one from to the Colts. Oh, <sighs> uh, these these two teams, both of them are are quicksand. Both yeah. of them are honey traps. They are de- deadly to uh, any parlay, any weekly parlay. Yeah, you cannot figure out which team is going to show up. Show up. But good that they're playing each other. You know. Yeah, exactly. One of them, one of them has got to come up and shot. So in this matchup, I'm going to go with the wholly unreliable Tennessee Titans. You know, I was going to take them plus too. what? Plus one. Yeah, I was going to take the Titans too. So I really can't. Uh, Good. Let's avoid that lamb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So now the uh, the very hot Denver Broncos getting three and a half in Houston. Yes, yes. So a little bit of the shine is off Houston after blowing that game against uh, Jacksonville with a backup kicker, and uh, that that was a tough loss for the Texans. I think the hangover of that loss, coupled with how well Denver is playing lately, plus the fact that Denver has just owned Houston the last couple of years. So I'm taking Denver plus three and a half. Yeah. Dog. I think it's time for Denver to come crashing back to earth. So I'm taking Houston minus three and a half. I don't like the hook, but whatever, I'll take it. I think Denver uh, slips up here. They've been Houston, too hot lately. Houston should really put that position player back at the kicker. He yeah. Per- it was perfect. So, yeah, what, no, tell me about this again. I don't think I saw it. This is the game. I think this was the game where uh, Fairbairn, their regular kicker, hurt his back or got injured. Mm-hmm. This was what two, three weeks ago, and they had uh, a guy that they had elevated from their practice squad, or you know, was just made the roster for that game because he could kick. He did uh, <laughs> kicking in college. So they run this guy. I, I think nor- normally he's he's like a defensive back or, or something. I'm just picturing the, the practice. Hey, anybody? Can anybody here kick? You? Oh, I need you a kick. I need a kicker. What? What? What do you mean? Oh, we're gonna have to elevate you off the practice squad because you can kick. All right, we're gonna do that this week. So this guy comes in and uh, he uh, kicks a field goal, like like a, a good distance field goal. It was 30, 35 yards, uh, soccer style. Hits it. Um, then his uh, kickoff made it all the way to the 20-yard line, I want to say. <laughs> but late in the game when, when Houston, you know, uh, uh, oh, no, I think he kicked another field goal and then they needed the kickoff. At this one, they needed deep. They could not afford to give the other team the ball, you know, it, you know with, with, with such short distance. So this time the guy kicked it out of the end zone. So he was like a national story for all of 24 hours. I missed that one completely. Yeah, he's the he's the kicker on my uh, Madden team now. <laughs> Incidentally, ah, never mind. Um, Jets giving you know getting two at home against the Falcons. Ugh. This game just has suck written all over it. Oh yeah, this is one of those games where uh, you know Atlanta is awful. Uh, we don't know who's going to play quarterback. It really probably will not matter because the Jets are just... Whatever it is is going to be better than the Jets quarterback. It's got to be, yeah. Timmy Boyle or if they decide to resurrect Zach for the third time. Ah. I don't think they are. 
You think that he's 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 sitting for yeah because Simeon they listed now as number number two. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Atlanta with the two and a half. Yeah, uh, I I would too, and I'm not touching it. So ugly game, ugly ugly game. Oh, the over the over under on this game is thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's that high. I I I was expecting an Iowa type over under yeah or a, or, a, or an army or a navy yeah quick aside uh since we have the big 10 conference championship game on saturday which will not be including ohio state this year uh the Thanks over for reminding under, me the over under i think is 35 and i say that michigan gets there all by themselves they might they might i mean iowa in my opinion sucks i don't know how the hell they keep winning I know they have a good defense, but their offense. They I've been on them once they, this year. I'm like, I'm never doing to, that again. They went nine to six, ten yeah. to seven. Yeah, they're they they're just wins. ugly games. I put points on the board, but they they string wins. What can I say? Yeah, uh, I mean, they, they, Michigan might because they might get off to a lead, and Iowa starts you know having to throw the ball, which they can't do. Yeah, and then you get some uh, some turnovers, and it starts to snowball. Now the only quick thing is is that Michigan doesn't need style points; they just need to win. So they may get up by you know. They're not going to get cute. I, I. They may get up twenty-eight nothing and just start you know sitting on it. Yeah. So in that case, I'm rooting for Iowa field goals. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's one to watch. Maybe. The spread's twenty-two and a half. Yeah, I got I got Michigan covering that too. <laughs> I, Iowa is not going to put points up for. Iowa sucks. Don't even get me started. <laughs> All right, the Buccaneers are giving five to the Panthers. Another in Tampa. Another matchup of complete enigmas. Uh, you know, who knows what Tampa Bay team is going to show up? Carolina, we know, is consistently bad. Yeah, they, they've given a fight in a couple games, but they're just the fighting teppers. Fighting Tuppers. And who's who's on the sideline for them this week? Who's going to be their head coach? I don't know. He's not going to be there next week. You know, yeah. So I'm not going to be here next <laughs> week. <laughs> uh, if I had the pick, I'd go Tampa Bay giving five. Yeah, me too. All right. Good. Avoid that. Oh, then we got a good one here. Niners giving three in Philly. Philly's a home dog and they're ten and one or eleven and one. What the hell they are? Philly is a home dog. They're going to be missing a couple key defensive guys, uh, most prominently Fletcher Cox. They are just coming off a very emotional overtime win over my Bills. Uh, the, the book uh, does not like them. Uh, they're a three-point underdog at home. I think though, at home, this is a game that Philly feels that they need to win, and they're in this brutal stretch where they just beat Buffalo. They got San Francisco coming in, and then they play Dallas, I think, next week, right? Yeah. I I think the Eagles are more resilient than the books, or most people think. I got Philly covering three. Okay, I have the, the Niners because I think they're going to remember last year's title game when they ran out of quarterbacks. And they probably, I mean, they, they were looking like they, they, they could have pulled that one out if they had anybody to take snaps. So I think they're going to remember that. They're going to be fired up, and they're going to go in there and kick the crap out of them. Yeah, which is going to be great up until the time that Brock Purdy gets hurt in the first quarter. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know who they have in their uh, on their bench as far as quarterbacks go, but uh, John Brody, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Steve Billy DeBurk. Kilmer, Steve DeBerg, Steve DeBerg, and Jim Plunkett, and Jim Plunkett. Yes, he was drafted by them, was he not? Yeah, uh, no, no, he was drafted by New England. He was in San Francisco before he went to Oakland in the Pastorini. Right. He he, he sat on the uh, the bench behind Dante Pastorini. Yes. Until Pastorini broke his leg in week one. And then uh, pissed off Al Davis for some reason so that he got, his ass got dealt after the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, like, Al Davis sneered at him in the locker room after the uh, in the last game of the season or something like that. He's like, what did I do? Like, I don't give him a respect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rams at home giving three and a half to Cleveland. Yes, Cleveland, another headless team with no with no quarterback. Uh, DTR, I think, is still in the concussion protocol. Joe Flacco, yeah, the scuttlebutt is that Joe Flacco is going to start this game. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, so I have to take the Rams minus three and a half. It's going to be a debacle. I, you know, I think I agree with you. Um, so I can't. We can't take it. Purely based on the Cleveland quarterback situation, they are a fantastic team. If they had a quarterback, they had was a fantastic gal. But he's out for the year. Oh, I was telling a quick aside, uh, because the shocking news of the day is that Von Miller uh, has an arrest warrant issued for, for a domestic battery uh, charge in Dallas. And I was texting with a, another Bills fan friend of mine, and, and you know he was just disgusted. He goes, uh, I knew that guy was useless, but now to find out he's a useless sack of shit is uh, disappointing. And I said, well, you know, at least it's not a Deshaun Watson situation where we are, we feel compelled to root for this awful, awful person, you know? Well, yeah, because you're not paying him $42 million a year. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So. So, yeah. So cheers to all those Brown fans for making the deal with the devil. And now the devil is gone for the season. <laughs> <laughs> Packers hosting the Chiefs. Packers getting six. Yes, the resurgent Packers and Jordan Love all of a sudden proves that he belongs. Can you believe, my my Viking fan friend, that the Packers are going to go from Hall of Famer Favre, the Hall of Famer Rodgers, to... Don't even say it. Possible, possible. Don't even say it. He had one fucking good game, <laughs> and now you're putting him in Canton. Forget about it. I'm just saying the quarterback run goes on from no. all uh, from all views from all from what it looks like. Oh, uh, I don't really know. Uh, so yeah, all hail Jordan Love. I'm taking Green Bay plus six. So am I. Um, and Monday night, the Jaguars is either giving nine to the Bengals. What? Either of us have the stones to uh, take Cincinnati in this matchup? I certainly do not. I do. I will do no. Cincinnati. No. Yep. Oh, dear. I'm going to take them. Because Jacksonville is one of those teams where their talent level, or they play below their talent level. They play down to the talent level. Yeah. Talent. And I believe that the books are pricing them to play to their talent level. So you think this is going to be a letdown for Jacksonville? I mean, they're probably going to win, but I don't think, I don't think it's going to be a... Uh, you know, it's nine points That's a lot. In the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. 
And Luana Romo's defense is gonna he's got he's got some stuff for uh Trevor Lawrence. So. Trevor Lawrence, the Easter uh Easter Island quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> right. What about this is college football championship weekend. This is conference title weekend. Yeah. You like any of those games? Well, you know, we already talked about the Michigan game. I don't want to talk about Michigan. I'm all over that. I have hold your horses here. I have Nick Safe and the Crimson Tide winning outright the SEC championship. All right, I'll take George on the money line. Be my guest. Be money line. You think you there. This is the first time in three tries that Georgia finally conquers Alabama. And I think Oregon's be- Oregon beats Washington. Okay. Like a drum, actually. I, I do have Washington as well. So back back to the uh, SEC championship. You have Washington doing it on the money line. I got Washington. Yeah. Oh, uh, so we uh, on the money line or, or with the points? Uh, no, in that I'm going to take the points. Uh, Washington plus nine and a half. All right, I'm going to take Oregon minus nine and a half. All right, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight games in the hopper. Are we are we money line on the SEC championship or <clears throat> you want to do points? Um, you said you were taking Bam outright, so I'm taking I'm taking outright. Okay, excellent. So I think we're good. Got a good slate of games. Much better than last week. Oh yeah. Well, let's see. If you go, if you if you go eight, no, you're still losing to me. I'm still underwater. I know. <laughs> hey, but it's a week to week thing. You know? Yeah, it is a week to week thing. You get further behind every week. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Well, um, any 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 anything else? We're gonna we're gonna have to start you know dipping into some hockey. You know, I know that I know the Edmonton Oilers are a good team to always bet on. Well, you know, for my money, the San Jose especially Sharks early in the year are the, mo- are the most dependable team in, in the league. Oh yeah, they suck. For me to bet against. Yeah. Their puck line is is, is plus two and a half. <laughs> it's consistently two and a half. Especially yeah. when they play like an offensive juggernaut. I mean, like, yeah, I mean two and a half on the puck line. Nobody's two and a half. Ever. Except well, for San Jose. They pull it off. They are they are great. Um Damn, I had I had the over on uh, Will Henry Kissinger uh, live through the year and lost that bet sadly, but uh, good riddance to him. <laughs> All right. All right. I think we're done here. Uh, good luck on those games uh, for me. You as well. Enjoy the uh, Big Ten Conference Championship. You, much like your team, will be enjoying it from the couch. I might skip that one. <laughs> they put it in prime time. I mean, how can you avoid? How can you put Iowa in prime time? It's ridiculous, especially when Georgia Alabama is being played. You know, very closely. Uh, Georgia Alabama is going to be a Titanic game. It's going to be a fantastic yeah. game. Yeah, that's the thing that should be on at the seven or eight o'clock. Hour. I know they got it at four. Uh, uh, Iowa. They have Georgia, Alabama at four. Now they have Louisville and Florida State at, at eight. That could be a fun game to watch too. So that one's only well, a two and a half point I, spread. I Unlike the Michigan game, is twenty two. Well, the fun thing about the Florida State Louisville game is that's a desperation game for Florida State. They have to win, otherwise they're out. They have no chance. Yeah. Of-
Layoffs. Layoffs. Yeah, a lot of desperate teams here. I mean, Oregon's got to hang on. Oregon's going to be fine. Yeah. To me, Oregon's the best team in football right now. No. <laughs> That's, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. No, they are. <laughs> Oregon would beat. See, here's the thing that pissed me off about Michigan. They're going to get in the playoff again, and they're going to get boat raced again by somebody. And I well, don't know why they do that. Likely, they're most likely going to be one or two. So They lost a TCU last year. Yeah. And TCU had a miracle run. What can I say? Yeah, but I mean... Uh, Ohio State would have beaten TCU. Georgia did pound TCU. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only, only Michigan wanna, didn't. Wanna, you want to beat TCU in the in the semifinal? You should have beat Michigan in the game. We should have beat Georgia. Our kicker, you know, the kicker well, makes a field goal at the end of the game, and it's Ohio State TCU. And yeah, and that that was uh, CJ Stroud's last uh, hurrah, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What, what what a way to go out. He he was fantastic. Was fantastic, and he's uh, proving it all over again in the pros. He really is. I mean, you would expect a rookie, you know, his interception rate to be high. I mean, Josh Allen has more interceptions than this kid. Josh Allen has so many interceptions. I'm seeing comparisons to like Jim Kelly's '95 year, or or take any year of Brett Favre. Yeah, right. Well, it was the, it's the same reason too. Well, at least for Kelly and Favre, is that they used to just. Try to, they, they thought their arms were the strongest thing ever and they were trying to squeeze everything in. I think Allen generally gets confused a bit, which is worrying. He's uh, he's a cowboy. He's a gunslinger. He tries to fit balls in and he has to recognize that defenses are set up against his tendency. He just feeds into that tendency a lot. Right, right. Well, the, the I mean, the, the pick he threw last week, the Bradbury. I, I mean, I, I mean the well, ball. I, mean, you can, and, and I don't the, know. I, I kind of thought I thought Diggs was should have caught that. Well, the ball that he threw to Gabe Davis in overtime that should have ended it right there. Well, Davis turned the wrong way. Well, how do you, how are you a receiver, knowing that full blitz is is on, and you run to the pylon instead of where the the quarterback has to put the ball, which is in the middle. Well, yeah, I don't know what the play call was, and I don't know who screwed up the route. But... Uh, the, the new offensive coordinator already took uh, blame for it. He doesn't want any sort of fight or drama going on here. How is he taking blame for somebody turning the wrong way? Exactly. How can he? But he did. Yeah. All right. We're good. All right. We're Thanks, out. Man. See ya. Good weekend. You too. All right. <laughs>